up close and personal. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Moving right along in our chat with L.A. songwriter Shelley Pikin here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, Shelley's written some number one hits for Meredith Brooks, Christina Aguilera, and Brandy. And right now, she's talking about the state of the songwriting industry. Now, she makes a living as a songwriter, which is harder and harder to do these days. And there's a new term that's emerged over the past few years for someone who writes melodies and lyrics. And that term is topliner. And she's explaining about that right now. I find that the term topliner is sort of trivializing what a lyricist does. I feel like it makes it seem like we're a dime a dozen, which we are now. There's so many more of us. Mm-hmm. And the term topliner came about when backing tracks started being distributed to many topliners at one time. And I feel like the term topliner made it possible to divide a song between the top line, which is really the melody and the lyric, and the track. Uh And I don't actually know if it says this in copyright law, but a song is the melody and the lyric. Right, yeah. I'm not downplaying what a great track can do. And, and what a producer does, if somebody was in there building that track while the song was being born, I feel like it was all part of an organic process. Yes. Who's mm-hmm. to say what influences what? I sometimes come up with stuff when I hear a great track. It brings me to a place I didn't have before I walked in the room. Mm-hmm. But just to be given a track and to come up with a, with a melody and a lyric, I mean, that track could be out to a bunch of other quote-unquote, top-liners. And then it it gets very complicated. Mm -hmm. And I just feel that that term came about when divisions were becoming a lot more casual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also the amount of money for people to be made with the digital age. I mean, all of a sudden... Albums aren't huge anymore, so the pot of money got so much smaller. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, people are trying to figure out ways to divide the pot. Right. What's and left. And a lot of people are taking a slice, trying to take a slice of that songwriter pie, pie yeah. because it still exists. Exactly. One and of the I few have, things that still exists. Yes. And I have compassion for people. Yeah. I do. But that doesn't mean that... They can just come in my house and take my stuff. Right. The world changes and it goes around and maybe next year something's going to happen that we can't foresee that's going to make it possible for different aspects of the business to be, to have revenue again. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I, I'm, I'm an optimist by nature. Uh-huh. I can't tell you what it is, but I'm hopeful. But while it is in the state that it's in, I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's not like songwriters are making that much money either. Mm -hmm. And when it got difficult for me, I didn't say, okay, well, I need, I am going to strong arm my piece of somebody else's pie. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think songwriters had a lot less leverage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm lucky in that I lived in an age where I, I was able to make a living on album cuts, and I had a couple of, of singles, which, honestly, I think that I can just 
stop doing what I'm doing and work those five songs and be in a better financial situation. But that's not why I do this. I live and breathe writing songs. If I don't write one for a week, I go nuts. Yeah, it wouldn't feed your creative side. (laughs) That's right. It's an interesting it's an interesting time. Fascinating. You're getting the down low on being a songwriter in today's musical environment. Shelly Pikett is here on the Mulberry Lane Show. She's written four number one hits, multiple top tens for artists of all kinds, including the Grammy-nominated song for Meredith Brooks called Bitch. Now, would you say, someone starting out to be a songwriter today, would you tell them that they could make a living? I'd say that it is possible. Okay. It's not as easy as it was 15 years ago, and it wasn't easy then. Right. You know, we might all have to, we meaning aspiring songwriters, might have to be realistic and say, look, if this is what you love and you can't live without it like I never could, mm-hmm. you must do it. Yeah. And you might have to wait tables a little longer than yeah. I did mm-hmm. until something happens. You know, my first publishing the situation I had. It wasn't a whole deal. Was, I had a song on Taylor Dane's record in, in the late 80s. It started selling, and my lawyer was savvy, and he did a sub-publishing deal for me on the one song. And I was able to quit my job. Wow. On the one song. Yeah. Now, Warner Chapel, who gave me the deal overseas, when I say my lawyer was savvy, it wasn't like he was taking them for a ride. They made their money back. They did. Uh It was a good situation for them. It allowed me to quit my waitressing job and do songwriting full-time, but I bet what I got from that one song would be difficult for a new songwriter to get for a full-on publishing deal for a whole year's advance. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. It's just different. There's different revenue. Mm -hmm. There's there's no pipeline Mm -hmm. now, unless you've got a big hit and there is pipeline. Yeah. Can you tell us maybe a brief summary of what went down in the writing session of Bitch? Well, (laughs) I don't want to give away all the details, but Meredith and I were in a tiny little room with her acoustic guitar on her lap. Okay. You know, we didn't have a track. We had this idea, and we both felt it. It was... The beauty of that day is that when I work with recording artists a lot, part of my job is I have to help them say what they feel. Okay. Uh-huh. That's not how I write songs every day. Sometimes I'm sitting at the piano and I say, what does Shelley want to say? Uh-huh. And a lot of times if I'm writing with, a, with another artist, I have to say, how can I help them say what they feel? The beauty for me of that day is that we both were writing from a place where we both could have been the artist. I mean, she more than I because she can deliver it better, but the song was definitely from everything I lived and breathed and felt about my world and my life, and so did she. Mm-hmm. We connected. It was a very interesting time. She and I would go for walks on Fryman Canyon during the time she made that album, and within our conversation, we would come up with a new song for it. Mm-hmm. Songs came from lives. Yes. And from conversations. It was a very organic process. Yeah. And the song got written. It was really her line, my line, her line, my line. And our eyes kept looking at each other and bugging like, yeah. we're on to something here. <laughs> and you we felt it was it. pretty strong. Yes. Yeah. But I have to say, I had been so used 
to being told this is the next single, this is going to be the single, that I just took it with a grain of salt. I felt really good personally about what we did. Mm -hmm. But when she said, oh, my God, it's going to be this, it's going to be that, I was like, okay, you know, whatever. (laughs) So when it happened, it was pretty special. I bet. Big victory lap that time. Yeah, I didn't feel like, oh, my song is a hit, and I wrote two lines in the hook and got... 10%. And don't get me wrong, I would welcome that today. Enough of those are great, and I'm not poo-pooing it, but this was a different reflection Uh because it was a reflection of both of us, 50-50. Nobody got in the way. More with Grammy-nominated songwriter Shelley Pikin, including the different musical directions some of her songs have taken. Keep it right here. It's the Mulberry Lane Show. We've come to the end of Hour 1, but stay right where you are. Be back in a couple of minutes with the top of Hour 2, just for you. I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, I'm a child, I'm a mother, I'm a sinner, I'm a saint. I do not feel ashamed, I'm your hell, I'm your dream. I'm nothing in between, you know you wouldn't want it any other way. So take me as I am. May mean you'll have to be a stronger man 